recording too. Ooh, that Lack smell. of pro. Ooh, that smell. Let me get that smell. <laughs> We're Zoom recording. I don't think that's those are the lyrics. Let me get that smell. Let me get that Let smell. Me get that smell. Ooh, Let me huff that smell. Ooh, your belt. Let me huff that belt. Let me <laughs> huff that belt. We got a special surprise for all you listeners today. We're going to lead off. We're going to move really quickly through the opening of this program so that we can get to the important stuff. I want to let everyone know, everyone know my name is Mike. And my name is Bo. And you're listening to everyone's favorite comedic wrestling podcast. Yeah. Wrestling can be, and this is. Oh, doesn't matter. Lost a water bottle. It's fine. It's gone now. There it goes. Scare it goes. We got a brand new bag of kettle chips here, folks. Called. Michael's got a brand new bag. This is a, a, a belongs to the tailgate edition family of mm-hmm. kettle chips. I don't know. Are kettle chips nationwide? Or is that just a? Is that I just a I think thing? this might be like we got to get nationwide. So let's appease the football crowd. The flavor right. on these chips is seven-layer dip. It's crazy. Seven-layer dip, which, is, of course, is if there was one food that we could designate as Bo, me and Bo, as the food of our people, it would be seven-layer dip. Some kind of dip. Yeah. One to seven layers. Preferably seven Seven layers. layers. Well, that's the thing. Yes. Well, the thing, you know, I mean, seven layer dip is a real is a real deal kind of a thing. It's like a it's like a Texas uh, chocolate sheet cake, right? There's a certain way to make that, and you don't make it any other way. Seven layer dips the same way. So here's what I want to know, though. This is how bad of a white guy I am. What do you know? What the layers are in a seven layer dip? I don't, but I can assume we got some guac. All right. All right. We got I feel good cream. about I feel good about guac, although I feel it's suspicious that that's the first layer that you named. I'm bringing sour your... cream. Okay. Oh, these aren't in order, though. These no, are I, in, no, no. Sour I, cream I, is going to be understand. on top. I understand. This okay. They're not in order. We just have to get all seven correct, and then we got we'll a, be able to go to a Caucasian cheese. Heaven. We got a cheese. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Wait. Wait. Could wait, wait, be wait, like wait. A, a, a matzah cheddar mix. It could be just cheddar. We got guac, sour cream, and cheese so far, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. Uh, seven layers of this dip because I had a fourth <laughs> one and it just escaped me. Want me to help D- you? A out? refried bean. A okay. refried bean. Yep, yep, yep. Is does lettuce count? Is it in there? No, lettuce is no. not part of the seven. layers. It could be dip. like a There's garnish. No it's a point. It's a yeah. Point, they, a we point sprinkle five. it on top and like probably also crumble some tortilla, some corn chips. We shouldn't call them tortilla is chips. Is a, a, a tomato, a, a tomato like a pico onion tomato? I want to say it's a salsa. Is a salsa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to say okay. a salsa is, a, is, is a... two more layers here. Two okay. more layers. Hang, hang on. Hang on. So we've got we've got guacamole, two more. <laughs> sour cream, cheese, yeah. refried mm-hmm. beans, salsa. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Two there's so there's two more layers and I've we've already named all five of uh, the foods at Taco Bell that's on the menu <laughs> these five foods so I don't know what the other two layers are what could the other two layers be I wonder if there's like a layer of black olives ooh yeah see that yeah let's do that so what's seven we got black olives in there so seven okay, black, there's a black olive layer. 
Sour cream. Yeah. Do you think they'd be would they have the gall to go cheddar and then mozzarella or whatever the white cheese is? That's not mozzarella. Well, What's that white mozzarella cheese? is a white cheese. But when they're mixed, yeah. you know the the party mix or whatever, like a cobalt cheese, is that a thing? Colby Jack? Maybe Colby Jack. Cobalt <laughs> is not a cheese, my man. Listen, I've been playing Minecraft. It's all I can. I have it. Um, okay, so what's that seventh layer? Do you know? Do you have a list in front of you? So I don't know. Does Stacy know? I don't. Stace, do you do you know what the seven layer dip layers are? I said that. Sa- Cream oh, okay. cheese. Okay, was the answer from Stacy, and I think that might actually be correct. See, I pair that up with sour cream just because both white. That is vile, if so, because if we've got cream cheese and sour cream on in this dip, we're both making the same face. All right, I'm looking it up. I think sour cream is on the top, though. It it can be. You can blow it off if you want. Seven. It's the weakest top layer. Dip. Okay, here we go. We're glad you came to this wrestling show. Here it comes. (laughs) I feel pretty good about what we've done. So far, all right, I'm ready. What is seven layer dip made of? Here we go, folks. I'm ready. I've got a recipe here that says refried beans, got guac- that guacamole, check, check, sour cream, check, salsa, check, cheese, check, olives, check, and we screwed up the garnish part. Stacy. Green onions, Stacy. Green onions. Well, Why did Stacy lose this? Well, to be fair, us. though, just now I was like, we screwed up the garnish, and Stacy went, "Oh, green onions." So because oh, garnish, it, was, on the, it okay. was the tip of the tongue. It was the tip of the so tongue. So this is more of a this is more of a sniper play. Stacy sniped us out and killed us on this sniped one. Sniped it. Yep. Because okay, they so, knew the answer, but then sniped us. Now I don't know if I'm going to get all seven of these flavors of these layers in this chip. Okay. I've had a couple already. They're all. What I can vouch for is that they're delicious. Okay. What we do know about this chip, he just put it in his mouth, is that it is the tailgate edition. We know that. Definitely got. You can only. I definitely got salsa. I got refried bean. This big bean chip, huh? I got some cheese and some sour cream. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get olive and green onion or guacamole out of this thing. You know, I'll tell you what, Doritos could. So, you know, these do have a a shockingly Doritos esque flavor. Are they to still them. Are they still thick like a kettle yeah, should be? Yeah, they're still a okay. thick kettle chip. Although, don't you crunch that right into the mic real quick? Crunch it right into the mic. That's the kettle, baby. That's the kettle. That's what you come to Tope Suicida for. You you're coming here for the kettle. Okay. Stacy's trying. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Tastes like a Dorito. There we go. There's the ver- wow. There's, there's the, the consensus. Okay. Like so kettle. Kettle. Which makes sense because Doritos they're gonna be your tailgate. A, a cool ranch or a nacho cheese. Yeah. Those are your tailgate. Yeah. Because those are those are you know when you go to any market any store ever those two are gonna be there. And you know you're going to be able to find them if you're in a pinch. Yeah, you don't have to go to, like, Mexico or anything. They're going to be pretty much wherever, any store that you are trying to find authentic. But here, you could go to Mexico, and they're there, too. Well, they're there, That's too. What's, yeah. Kettle, I guarantee, Kettle's not over there in Mexico. They're not hitting the, the Mexican market. Kettle, chip. 
because they're from you, you touched on earlier they're from pacific northwest like here ass here right that feels kettle. right to me i don't know whether it's true but i do remember my grandfather would get kettle or are chips we thinking of tim's cascade in the night well chip tim's yeah is god okay. tim's is good i'd i'd fucking fuck up a tim's bag right now god Ch- uh sour cream and uh, vinegar tim's just oh i'd butt fuck <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Kettle okay. Foods. Manufacturer of potato chips based in Salem, Oregon. Okay. They're from here as here. Okay. Not here as here, but. Founded ter- in ni- here 1978. Here. And. Yeah. 1978 as the NS Calsa Company. Hmm. Wow, they sound like they made baking soda. <laughs> Produced its first potato chip in 1982. Wait, so when did they become a company? What year? Nah, 1978. Okay, so not okay, not not a huge gap of what they were doing before they produced their first kettle chip. Yes, it seems they produced their first kettle chip in 1982. Wow. The things you learn here on this wrestling podcast. We're glad that you joined us. We are glad that you're here, and if you're a listener in the UK, apparently you can get a flavor of kettle chips called crispy bacon and maple syrup. Oh my god, that sounds delectable. Uh huh. All again, all I all I have in my pantry right now is some saltines. So that's not going to hit. That's not going to hit quite as well as your chip. So I'm a little bit jealous. I have a note here. It's not a Bose note though. Okay. And it's not a Bose topic. It's just it's a Bose observation. Oh, good. I, okay. Because I just wrapped, literally just wrapped Collision right before I got on this oh, call. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. everyone were here because I think old Bo is, is got a little cold brewing up. And yeah. It sucks. Uh, and uh, Brian Danielson is in the main event with Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Uh, before Collision, before Collision goes off the air, Brian does a real butthole move. Really? He does a real butthole move, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, that's just Bo's observations. That sounds so like that's go ahead and sounds... cue up the song. Cue yeah. up the song. Bo's okay. observations. What was this Devo? Observations. Observations. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, great. Put that to music. Was definitely not going to happen. Okay. I have a question for you in your voice. Okay. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? This week, here, episode 213, Mike, who is your favorite wrestler? Favorite wrestler this week is, so I'm not caught up on Collision yet, but I was able to get caught up on Dynamite, and I have to say, I really, really, really enjoyed the main event, which was Swerve Strickland and Switchblade Jay White. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it made me feel like Swerve needed a little love from Michael because I don't think it's been, it's been a while since Swerve has made my my favorite wrestler list. And in fact, I think this might only be like number two. That he's been my favorite. And I swerve when I cry, and I cry mm-hmm. when I drive, and I drive when I cry. Those aren't the words, but no, but they might as well those be. Those are my words. Mike was doing his little windshield wiper dance too with one hand. We like we like to also ride the 
the horse as well. Right. We know how to. We we can do the dance. We can do the. I wish they could see we're, this we're there. Right now. I I can't even see your hips gyrating, but I know they are because we know the yeah. nana. Just look at my. If you, you look at someone's upper body and you you they're pure of spirit, you know whether what their hips are doing. Yeah, that's that's in the mm-hmm. Bible. That is in the Bible. That's exactly right. Do you so do you do you remember when Swerve like? Went for a chair shot on Hangman, mm-hmm. and the barbed wire flipped up and grabbed his the bottom of his chin, kind of pulled up his lip, and yeah, and 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 Hangman made the worst noise you've ever heard in a wrestling match because it really fucking hurt, yeah, and startled him at the same. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Swerve knew, oh, I have to fix something. I've hurt my friend legitimately. Uh, yeah, that uh, that's a good choice because yeah, he, he rules. I think let's talk about the Continental Classic. He's he's winning, right? Woo. I don't it's know. It's definitely him him versus maybe Brian. I think might be the the gold and blue matchup to end it all. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be Well, I mean, you could do anything. I would it would be um it would be tough to not see Eddie come out of that side of the bracket, his side out of the round robin and sort of like kind of come back and be able to defend his yeah his belts in the final and then i'm fine with him losing but like it you know it would be uh it, it depends it's like you could do anything you wanted if there was a good reason if it took eddie kingston in a great direction then he doesn't have to be in the final he could get his ass kicked in this tournament but but yeah it would be cool to see him in the final i think but yeah swerves i think swerves one of the one of the favorites to, to yes. win because this is exactly the type of thing that would um, launch a guy like that in your in your company, like put him on a different level, you know? Yeah, and then he could he could go like in January if he had that belt, he can go defend it in at New Japan World, mm-hmm. um, and that would be cool. Like January fourth or fifth or whenever that usually happens. Yeah, because that I guess that's the idea of that belt. Is to be defended on AEW, ROH, and New Japan. I don't know if it's just New Japan strong though, the, or if it's actually going to be on New Japan, New Japan proper. Mm. Which, that's cool. I meant Wrestle Kingdom, not New Japan World. I meant Wrestle Kingdom, that show, that pay per view. Oh yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I meant with New Japan World. It's on New Japan World, so like I could see him winning and then yeah, defending that against someone else in New Japan. Um, yeah, over there, over there in Japan. I wonder if they're going to call the winner the continental champion or whether they're going to call the winner, the triple crown champion. I think, uh, and are they, they going to carry both? They, they might be the triple all, continental champion. Are they going to carry all three belts around or is it just no, going to be the continental belt that they carry around? Just the middle belt that's covered. Just the in middle belt right that's now. covered. Okay. All right. I think they're retiring those two belts. If you recall in all Japan pro wrestling, they carried all three belts around all the yeah, time. I do. One guy had seven belts in a match we just watched, if I recall correctly. That was the J what crown. That? that was the J crown. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So I could see Swerve going all the way and then then having some fun with It'd that. Be belt. fun. Might as well. Yeah. Do it. Um. I do think we're kind of starting to have too many belts now, though. Well. Yeah. This does kill. What's the, one, what's the international? Technically, what's the international championship? Now that's like you know that's like anywhere you know it's like. That's anywhere, Mike. Okay. And, and the Continental one is maybe just ROH, AEW. Like, no, you're not going down to AAA to defend the Continental champ. But you could, technically, if you wanted to, 
Orange Cassidy could go defend the international there. Or like he could defend <laughs> Mike's giving me a, a vacant stare. He listen, Orange Cassidy could go to Impact Wrestling and defend the championship there. But if Swerve were to win, he couldn't go to Impact and defend the Continental Championship there. It would have to be New Japan RHAW. You know, they're all owned by the same guy. So, I feel so. like that I feel like that gif of that of that mom that is learning <laughs> math. <laughs> you know? Well, listen, I don't know. I don't it just know. feels like there's too many. There's starting to be too many. All right, but there's, a lot, your, of, there's what, a lot of belts. Who's your favorite wrestler? Still no women's tag belts, though. God, they have so many women on the roster that they're not using. They really could use a tag division. Oh man. So it's 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 speaking of New Japan, it's uh, Kazuchika Okada. Oh, uh, only because I saw a tweet. I'm going to share with you. Okay, that you're going to enjoy, and you can kind of. Can I explain it as it's happening? I command you to to enjoy. Here it is on Slack. You will enjoy this. And it's a little 50-second video. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of championships. Here we go. We got a little 50-second video here on X from Alan. That's Alan Cheapshot. We know his work. Know his work fairly well. Kazuchika Okada in full ring gear throws the first pitch out. At a baseball game. Wow. Yeah. Full ring gear. Okay. Carrying uh, the New Japan, what at the time was the heavyweight championship. The IWGP. Yeah, I don't know when this cha- took place. Heavyweight title. Yep. Uh, this is before they debuted the new the new belt. All right. It looks like my friend Clayton, though. It, Not yeah, the belt. I've, I've been Okada. told that he looks like, yeah, that he looks yeah. like Clayton. All right. So here we go. We're at a uh, baseball game here. As we know, of course, baseball, very popular Huge. in Japan as it is in the United States. Huge. Okay. Okada has taken his glove. He has given his belt to the mound side assistant there. Takes a breath. Looks a little nervous. The champ does. Strikes a lot the of rain there. Strikes the rainmaker pose. I wish the camera. Now the I question is: the Can lines up and delivers a pretty yeah. good-looking strike? Yeah, there. that fucker swung and he missed right down the middle. There's no, there was no heel tactics in that pitch. It was straight baby, baby. He's like, I'm right down the middle. I'm even keel. I'm Okada. I have to say that I would expect nothing less from your world champion, but then I also expect nothing less from somebody like the president of the United States. And we know how that goes sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 was, no, no offense. Because what we, was the most? Well, the most recent. Well, actually, I don't, I don't think Oh, the most recent wrestler. I was going to say, I don't think that anyone is having Joe Biden or Donald Trump throw a first pitch out. Barack did. Joe Biden's so fucking old. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. America sucks right now, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we won't get into poly talk. I don't think that's what that's called. <laughs> Pretty sure that's something else. That's something Hi, different. Hey, welcome to poly talk with Clint. Well, no, no, Clint doesn't get to come. He's got to stay in the cage. He okay. doesn't get to host poly talk. Shoot, no. Shoot. No. Shoot, shoot. I was walking sideways through the doorway because there were two of us trying to fit through and my cage got stuck on the frame. So I'm I'll be over here. Clint spends stuck all on his, the frame. Clint, Clint spends all his free time just designing soundboards of his own voice. Shoot, 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 shoot. God damn it. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, this one's good. Oh, this one's good. It was just what I said. I looped it. 
fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> it's the, listen, Clint is Mike and I's favorite individual because yeah. he's real. Oh, he's to, definitely to real. Perform, yeah. To perform. Yeah. To, to harness, actually. It's not even a performance. We just harness his existence. So if, if you hear that people, from time to time. If 11 different people die in Happy Wax, Texas, Clint becomes the mayor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where he is, sort of in the power rankings there in Happy Wax. He's been petitioning for it, too, which the residents of Happy Wax have not been thrilled about the, hey, can some of y'all die pamphlets that he's passed out now. He saw Lone Survivor. He saw the film Lone Survivor and the Battlestar Galactica uh, reboot and decided that in order for for the good of Happy Wax, he would have to be the new president of this of the town. Yeah, well, and that might happen. Stay tuned to the podcast to find out. God. Because it might happen here on the show. Who I, knows? Uh, I was about to say you could do worse, but you actually couldn't. You couldn't do any no. worse. Mm-mm. So that's great. We have two guys. Good. Okada and Strickland. Look at them. That would be Great. a fun match, huh? Let's oh, yeah. do that for the Continental Belt over in uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Let's do that. 17 or whatever. Let's do we're it. At. I have another question for you. Okay, good. Uh, was... It's a segment as well that everyone just loves. I was hoping that you would ask me that question. Cool. Because I have just a couple of images for you uh, that I wanted to show you and All right. to see if you thought they were shithouse. Uh, so y- you know how we've been back in the gym lately, right? Last, yeah. uh, l- this last week, we've kind of started <laughs> yeah. to dip our toe back into... This lately is the funny term. There. The weightlifting. So yesterday, we went back to the gym... <laughs> Day two of two. Uh, we also went last. <laughs> to be fair, we also went last Saturday, right? Correct. correct we didn't correct. go we on Thursday. And and while Baxter and Marty are working out at wrestling, we're there documenting it. And we're, we're kind of lifting weights in the background. So we're getting our workouts on Monday and Wednesdays as well. Exactly. So, And you know the style of training that we've been doing more recently has been that high-intensity training. Yes. I mean, right? It- so, uh, if we haven't talked about this yet, HIT was not necessarily invented by, but pretty pretty popularized by, a bodybuilder by the name of Mike Menser. And I've been doing a little bit of, just a little bit of research online, trying to kind of get it in my head around the method and why it sucks so much, why it, it, it's so incredibly <laughs> painful to push to failure and then past failure. Uh, and then only do one set, basically. Yeah. And um, I I have to say, it is uh, very economical. It's uh, extremely painful, and <laughs> it's it's kind of a lot of fun. But what I didn't know, like my arms are blasted right now. Yeah. But it only took an hour and a half. It only took an hour and a half. But we but we blasted our entire body. <laughs> yeah, the full. My legs are all not quite as blasted, which is a plus, but they are weaker than they used to be. But continue your thought. Well, what I didn't realize when I first heard about Mike was that he had a brother, Ray. Ray Menser. Okay. And uh, they are uh, essentially, uh, I just, I just, I don't know. I want to show you a uh, picture of these, just these two regular, 
brothers. I, I feel like it's a leading word. Just these two regular me. brothers who clearly, you know, same mom, same dad, and they're just normal. Regular. Okay. They're so just I'll just regular. show you. I'll just show you these regular brothers, and you let me know if you think that this these guys, um, that that this family relation is a uh, shit house. Are we qualifying if they fuck or like? No, 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 no. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Not together, no. We're not being gross. Oh, this oh, isn't a gross oh, podcast. Oh, 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 this isn't oh, a gross separately? show. Separately? Separately? Separately. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course they do. All right, Bo. Mike and Ray Menser. Mike and Ray Menser. There you go. So I got tiny thumbnails. But the, them being tiny thumbnails is very funny, but I'll make it larger. Because one of them is wearing my tank top. <laughs> Which one? Okay. All right. So do we know who's who on the double photo of the posing arm posing photo in the tank tops? Yeah. So the arm posing photo glasses is who glasses is Mike. Okay. That's Mike and Ray. Ray. With the biggest shoulders you've ever seen. <laughs> Scott Siner saw Ray and was like, let's do that. But with drugs. Yeah. Listen, Ray's haircut and his mustache. Both of them, they have both have two quintessential. I assume this is early seventies, mid seventies. I would say this is like yeah, late seventies. Okay, seventy seventy seven. Let's say that. Yeah, they have both have like when you think of seventy seven, you think well, that's John Cena on the right for sure. Actually, <laughs> it just occurred to me that's John Cena on the right. Oh yeah, that is. That's just Cena. That's just Cena. Yeah, and that's kind of young Michael Cole on the left. <laughs> Just the faces, just the faces, just, people. Just the faces. Although with Cena, the body is much closer. Listen, uh, so Ray's on the right. Uh, uh, yeah, Ray's on the Ray's on Ray, the right. Ray's shirt. Like yeah. I said, I have that exact same tank, just the inverse of those stripes. Yeah, where it's blue with mainly white. All right, and he's got some fucking killer single stripe athletic shorts on. Uh, his his brother looks like he's got basketball shorts on. Kind of, yeah. A, lo- a longer short with a a, a BM's gym uh, tank on. Yeah, they look fucking awesome. They look great, right? And then they get so so tan. Also, can we talk about like so the, waxed up the co- the like the feathered hair and the cool per- like prescription aviator sunglasses <laughs> that are yeah. that are yeah, existing which, in that photo? Which the second photo you have to zoom in, but he is indeed still in the glasses. And they actually look like this is not their bodies, like someone photoshopped yeah, the lighting. Definitely. So, <laughs> so here we get the Mincer's four legs on display, which we didn't get in the previous <laughs> right, photo. Right, right. And when I tell you that the guy on the left is uh, not Matt. I, I don't know Th- that's right. That's right. On the left? No, that's Mike. Yeah. Mike is glasses. Mike's quads. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Are as big as my arm. They're so they're bigger. No, they're bigger. They're as long as my arm, and definitely, probably, if you were to turn to the side, deeper. <laughs> they're so big. And then rays yeah. are 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 aren't as long, but yeah. they're so bulbous. They yeah. explode. Yeah, they look like they're holding hands as well, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just walking downstairs and it's Christmas morning and this is what you see? They're slipping all over each other. Mom, mom is just shaking her head and just staggering to the coffee pot. There's like copper wax everywhere. 
<laughs> How to everything get on the smells. Everything smells like banana boat. <laughs> smells like the beach. <laughs> uh, all right. I love these guys. So the mensers, yeah. Also, obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously all natural. Obviously, obviously all natural. Obviously all natural. No Holy. growth hormone was used in the making of these brothers. No, <laughs> so. no, that. They didn't exist yet. That's a 1990s thing, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah these were. This was a good old Dianabol. This was your good old fashioned anabolic steroid injection. Uh, is, uh, let's not show you got, the tracks. You got anything? Arms. You got anything for me? Oh, it's in the butt. It's in the butt. <laughs> it's right in the tush. Huh? Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. It's a cool, muscle. Cool, it's a muscular cool. injection. Oh, yeah. You don't get. No one knows. No one that. knows until oh, I love it. the effects. No, stop doing Clint. What do you? What do you got so, for me? What do you got for me? I have a, t- a series of tweets you get to read aloud, which I know you love doing, uh, from comedy writer Noah Garfinkel, okay. who is a writer of such shows as Single Parents, Present Show, New Girl, Kroll Show, Workaholics. Oh, a lot wow. of good comedies that wow. I enjoy. All, all different kinds of comedies there, huh? Yeah. yeah. So you got stoner yeah. comedy in there. You got uh, uh, New Girl, whatever that genre is. Right. Uh, and here it is. Series of tweets, uh, go on ahead and, and click on in there and, and just read them one by one until it stops being him. Okay, here we go. And this is like, I brought this because it's like, it's a holiday season. We're getting closer to Missile Swole. Yeah. I thought to, to be festive, I should bring something kind of warm, lighthearted. Right. Thank you. The issue I'm having here is that I'm only actually seeing a single tweet. I don't see any like replies or anything here. Really? And that could be because I... Don't, oh, view hidden replies. Nope, something went wrong. Try reloading. Try. Reloading. I am getting something going wrong as well. So let me. Huh. Let me. Uh, That's good to know. It's not just me. Oh my god, are these gone? Did my shit house disappear <gasps> in the last hour? The disappearing shit let's, house? No. Let's go to. If so, we're. Uh, I'm not even editing this part out. We're gonna see what's going on, brother. I think Twitter's down. No, not Twitter. Surely not. Why would it go down? No, here we go. I'm loading his shit now. All right. This is directly from the source. Should I read the first tweet since I can see that one? Well, you can see them all now. Oh, here we go. Tell me when to scroll, baby. Wow. All right. Okay. Here we go. Get ready to hop on this magic carpet ride with us, folks. Noah Garfinkel. Here's the tweet. The five-year-old boy who lives next to me knocks on my door every once in a while to talk for a little, and I am so excited for him to grow up and realize that sometimes I was stoned out of my fucking mind. A few days ago, he was telling me a story about a ring pop he got from a piñata, and I said, hell yeah, more than once. (laughs) The boy brought me my paper today while I was playing Tetris on my Switch. Then I let him play and immediately realized he has never played a video game in his life, and I just wiped out five years (laughs) of a deliberate parenting choice. I love that one. The boy is so pumped for screen time that he just barged in and watched CNN for ten minutes with his friend. (laughs) Yep, yep. You know, there's always those uh, parents there that are like, you know, no, no. No TV, no screen time. They're going to find it somehow. 8.20 a.m. on a Sunday is the earliest stop by to date. <laughs> the boy told That's me so early. all about his rubber T-Rex puppet while his little 
sister housed a handful <laughs> of morning broccoli. So he's bringing friends. He's bringing his sister with this obviously granola family because she just got handfuls family. of super broccoli family. A handful of morning broccoli she described as, quote, <laughs> good. Yeah. The boy has gained access to what can most accurately be described right now as a Sunday morning harmonica. <laughs> Can't be good for me that there is a freshly delivered, quote, junior drum kit sitting at their front door. <laughs> After a conversation just now about Frozen, I asked if he had seen Aladdin. He said, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Then I said, it's about a genie, and he scoffed and said, okay. <laughs> what a little shithead. Today, he knocked on my door and wanted me to try some, to solve some <laughs> riddles. I didn't get any of them right because, to be very frank, the riddles were complete bullshit that relied on metaphor. <laughs> New update on the neighbor boy. <laughs> I wish we should have read the dates. We should have read the dates because that's okay. I did this the first time I was seeing because the last one was December 12th of last year. And then this yeah. one's October, October 6th, 6th of this year. Okay, yeah. It's almost a, almost a year later. Almost a year later. New update on the neighbor boy. He brought me <laughs> over to look at a Fisher Technic crane he built. And then two days later, wistfully admitted that, quote, <laughs> you can't really do anything with it. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Yeah. You build it, then what do you do? Yeah. At least Lego, you could make them fight and shit. Right. You can make them fight, you know, with uh, connects. You could, I guess you could really, connect, you know, connect. connect. Um, November 19th. The boy dropped by with a friend today because he wanted to, quote, show him what was in here. And I said, <laughs> come on in. There's laundry on the couch. And Rosalind Carter died as I motioned to CNN on mute. <laughs> This boy is, what, six now? Did we learn the age at the beginning? Was he five? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that the age was stated. I think it was just stated okay. to be a little boy. Young boy. Okay. And the final tweet from one hour ago. The boy is playing outside with a friend, and a parent asked if either of them needed to pee as the boy shouted, No! Never, ever, ever, ever! And that's it. We'll keep checking in on Noah here yeah, and the boy. Yeah, please do. I would really like to see more updates, if possible, on what, what, you know, what the boy is learning and how he's evolving over time. So, do we think the genuine friendship of this yeah. 38-year-old man mm -hmm. and this un unage undetermined boy yeah is it shit house yeah yeah it's shit house yeah. it's shit house to to uh to be uh for a, like a little kid to watch cnn on mute because they don't get to do that at home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny and then their parents spotted this fucking hobby kit for a toy mm. <laughs> Here, eat eat this spinach loose in a bowl and build this crane. <laughs> cool. And learn an, and learn a musical instrument. Yeah. Harmonica Day. Yeah. Well, that was uh, great. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. uh, even if it took uh, a little run around Elon Musk's Twitter yep. to figure out how to operate the damn thing. That's the way it goes. Sometimes That's what we get now. It goes. Sometimes you can just share a basic URL and a copy paste function like you have for 20 years. And sometimes Elon breaks it. You just can't. Sometimes he's broken. Elon break it for you. Oh, shoot. Okay, so I don't know what this match is. I do, but I forgot 
the two teams involved. So what are we watching today, Mike? So I believe uh, we're going to watch a tag team match player um, between the Midnight Express, Jim Cornette's Midnight Express, and the team of Magnum TA and Mr. Wrestling 2, which I think is on YouTube. I don't know what year it's from. This was a match that we got uh, told we should watch, basically. Kind of not directly, but that's how I took it. It was a recommendation. Yeah, it was a a loose... It was a loose record. This is my favorite one, and I'm the coach. It's kind of what happened there. Yeah, or it was it was also to, yeah like what was you know it was it was currently what was on the playlist. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So let's see. Um. Well, we okay. We don't have really anything to say about this match because I've never seen it. We know we know everyone involved. We know Magnum TA is going to be out there just looking. If we had a if we had a hunk hunk of the week. It would, Magnum TA would be out there like Macho Man is for Tights of the Night. Yeah, he'd be fucking undefeated. Because Magnum TA is, is a hunk and a half in those red red trunks and huge blonde hair, if I recall, and big muscles. Super, super hunked out. Well, so, you know... Well, did I, you find it? <laughs> it looks like here... I mean, we've got a couple of matches. Oh. We've got a couple. Okay. Uh, let's watch January 29th. We can watch February on a different episode. January 29th, 1984. Uh, You'll find this on YouTube. Rob D. is the man who has brought this to us. This match is apparently a rematch between these amazing teams. So uh, it seems that they may have wrestled. There's another one. I see here. (laughs) Interesting. We have uh, Magnum TA and Mr. Wrestling 2 versus the Midnight Express in Mid-South in 1983. Three, all right. Okay, so yeah, they're they're just tra- them four they're are traveling, traveling around. Up and down. They're doing their thing. All right, we're gonna watch January twenty ninth, nineteen eighty four. Empire Strikes Back of the three that we the Empire saw. Strikes the Back. Empire Strikes Back. And it says there's no commentary here. It's Houston wrestling. Love this. So we hope that you watch along with us. Midnight Express versus Magnum TA and Mister Wrestling Two at Tope Suicida Pod on Twitter. X to get that link that's to where, this match. That's where you'll find it. That's where you'll find us. Enjoy. Things got out of hand. A little out of hand there at the end. Yeah, it was. It was a big. Uh, it was like a. It was like a. A little ups and downsy this one. It started out fever pitch before the match even started. The bell finally got ran. Yeah, we had like rang. a solid five minutes of Magnum, TA, and Mr. Wrestling just kicking the shit out of the Midnight Express and then like yeah. not letting them even get in the ring. And then they would get their ass kicked and they would go to the outside and get, come in and get their ass mm-hmm. kicked. It was like five minutes of that before the bell even rang. And everyone but then once, loved it. Once the bell rang, then, then kind of Midnight... Express kind of took over for the most part in beating the shit out of Mr. Wrestling too until Magnum finally gets out. But then, and then the second half of the match is just same as it started. Just like I've been wronged. Yeah. Cornette has wronged me. I have fallen out of the ring because of Cornette. Yeah. So I'm going to chase him, find some wood and hit someone. Now it was difficult to see exactly what happened. 
Right. Magnum, These are assumptions. Magnum TA had finally been tagged in, and he was <laughs> beginning to punch people in the face again, which, as we yep. know, was one of his favorite activities before the mm-hmm. accident. And uh, something happened. It could have been Jim Cornette pulling the top rope down. We're unsure exactly. But one thing we do know was that Jim Cornette was being pursued uh, with a great deal of haste. And even though we couldn't see the full video width of what we should have been Mm -hmm, seeing, mm -hmm. we do know that we saw the lower half of the screen, a little Cornette walk by really fast. Yeah. And then Shoot. three beats later, Magnum TA walking by faster very, to catch yeah, up with him. So we assume that yeah. Cornette was involved. We, it, it would seem that maybe there might have been. <laughs> shoot, and then, shoot, 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 shoot. There, uh, so the, uh, the, great, the great thing about this was that there was no commentary. And yeah. the end of the match came about uh, so unexpectedly and in such a glorious fashion which was, of course, a victory for the Midnight Express because Magnum TA, when he got back into the ring after he was done punching people in the face, and but he had ended up spilling to the outside somehow. Mm-hmm. We don't know how. Could have been Jim. Uh, but when he re-entered the ring, Mr. Wrestling 2, again, was being double-teamed by those dastardly Midnight Mercilessly. Express boys. Yep. And this is supposed to be a tag match, not a two-on-one. Yeah, it's not a supposed two-on-one. to be a tag match, and... You know, s- somewhere along the line, around while he was walking around the ring, Magnum found a, f- a giant plank of wood, and then he just cracked it over Bobby Eaton's face. <laughs> and then he fucking football. What is it? A, what's when you run and then you kind of toss it back? Lateral. With that? Lateral. Lateral. He fucking lateral the half piece to Mr. Wrestling, catches it, blind catch, and then beats the shit out of the other guy. Just Spells wrong. They yep. don't care. And the chaos, it's happening again. No. Everything yeah. every, everything that Jim Cornette hates, he's all part of it in this match. <laughs> Everyone, the the intensity of the crowd in this match, particularly during, I mean, they, they were like pretty nasty, like pretty pretty consistent, pretty loud boos during uh, the Midnight Express. A dirt, I felt like a dirty and vulgar crowd. Yeah. Right? Sometimes there's no kids in this crowd. That was a dirty and vulgar crowd. It was it was Houston in 1984. Of course, it was. What I will say is that during the moments where Magnum and Mister Wrestling were cleaning house, as they say, that would be mm-hmm. really the very beginning of the match and the end of the match. Well, I mean, really, kind of the first ten minutes of the match was all uh, Magnum TA and Mister Wrestling. Yeah, but Just those it didn't first, count yet, you know, those first like three or four minutes, five minutes, six minutes before the bell rang. It's like, it's that, that crowd noise that you, it, I don't know how many people were there, but it's that noise. That's that high pitched. Like if you had to listen to it for a long time, it would be like a method of torture. If you were locked in a room and you had to hear that, that frequency. Yeah. You know, that, that, that sound that like 6,000 people make when they're so excited that you're scared that, that you don't know what's going to happen. You know, yeah, like when a riot happens because the team won, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and and so a DQ finish, which is fine. I, we honestly still got like a solid ten minute, twelve minute match out of that before a DQ finished. And they're just gonna. It's the rematch, so we got to watch the third one now. Yeah, I'm interested I, I to watch the first one too. A few. I think there were probably a few because there were one was mid south, one was. 
Houston wrestling, and I, I have a feeling they were all over, all over the place wrestling. I have a feeling if we tracked an atlas down the highway, we'd find all their stops on that one highway. I think you're right. I think you're probably <laughs> That's right. the YouTube list right there. Um, okay, well, it was a good match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, we'll probably watch the other two eventually, I would imagine. Yeah, probably but. at some point, yeah. So there's four guys in this match. I have yeah. some questions. Okay. Well, really, one. So it's, ni- it's 1984. Yeah. What's Macho doing? Oh, he's booked, baby. Where 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 is he booked right now? I think in 1984... What? Uh, when was this? Oh, they're they're getting ready for WrestleMania, right? He yes, he is a not quite in the WWF yet. I want to say, yeah, because I think the first Randy's first WrestleMania was two. I think, right. and that's not till next year. Yeah, that's when it's that's on the re 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 rematch of these four guys is when <laughs> that WrestleMania happens. But Randy's booked. Yeah. He's 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 wrestling in somewhere in the south. He's probably wrestling in Tennessee or something. I wonder if he Proto Macho Man. Yeah, I wonder if he like what does he like what does he look like? We gotta find some of that footy. Some of that footy and see what he's what he's working with tights yeah. wise. I think we're looking we're still looking at big sunglasses, right? They're just probably not custom made. Right. I think at this time he's probably doing wearing the the bandana like Hogan. Okay. And had that uh, his um, cape that he was wearing to the ring where he could spread it out wide. And it's just a big square. A big, (laughs) glorious, glittery square. Yeah. Uh, We'll catch those. But he's he's not. I didn't see him tonight, though. I didn't see him either. No, he was in a he was a couple states over in Tennessee. Probably. We we think we think. Um, Well, shoot. Okay, so we got four guys. Yeah. And (laughs) Midnight Express. Well, let's talk about Cornette. We got five guys. Cornette is out there. We got six guys. Yeah. The ref is shit house, so we got to talk about him. Yeah. But we got we got Cornette out there. He's got the tennis racket gimmick. He's always had it. Who knows when he started that? It feels like it, he was born with a tennis. Yeah, racket. Yeah, I think he was born with a tennis racket in his hand and a like Macho, not custom made though. It's not bedazzled out yet. Mm-mm, no. And he's got on one of the worst <laughs> brown suits you've ever seen. <laughs> With a brown tie yeah. and a brown shirt and brown pants. And brown glasses. And brown glasses. And brown the racket hair. was white. It had a white leather cover case to it. But Cornette looks like shit. He looks like a piece of shit. A young... He knows what he's doing. He's young. He's virile right now. Yeah. But he's a fucking dork. And man, he's Ronald like, Reagan's I president. love this. Ronald Reagan's president. Anything is possible at this moment. Is, is at this point in time... Is Cornette a extreme liberal that sometimes does questionable things liberals don't do? Is he that yet? I have no idea. Or does he love Rick? I have no <laughs> idea at this point. Yes, yeah, trickle down economics is cool. I we bet, we I love bet at this point he's, he is in love with whoever is probably ta- trying to tax him the least as an independent. He's in love with the Midnight Express. Yeah, he's in love with them, and he's not. He's not claiming everything that he makes each year. He's well, not no, doing a lot that. of it's in cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cash and a good steak dinner. So 
he's off. He's he's out. Shitty side, shitty suit. You had the Midnight Express themselves, right? Loverboy Dennis and Beautiful Bobby. Mm -hmm. They were wearing uh, pretty pretty basic red and white, red tights, white boots. Classic shorts, long boys combo for each, for one or the other. They did have very nice robes. At the very beginning when the jump, because the, the, the YouTube clip started during mid-jump at the beginning. Uh, one had a blue robe with red lining. One had a red robe with blue mm-hmm. trimming. And they did look really good. I mentioned that they looked really heavy. Yes. Like a weighted blanket. It seemed like a weighted, weighted heavy velvet blanket that they had Like on. if you went to yeah. check your this this into your luggage nowadays they'd be like this is too heavy yeah they'd be, you have to whoa, take no, this no, no, out no you can't whoa, no 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 you can't uh, yeah no we got to charge you for a pet we got to charge you for a pet we got to charge you for a big dog just gotta be careful with ropes <laughs> i couldn't reset i couldn't reset they're red tights there's nothing the much red to t- say about they're them. red tights with white boots with beautiful robes that they wore to the ring red and blue Jim had a bad suit, and then we look at the other side. They were being cheered heavily yeah. by the crowd. They were very much in love with that team. They liked, I will say, they really liked Mr. Wrestling 2 and his super weird body and his, he... and his giant diaper. How <laughs> Mr. Wrestling 2 was like the main baby face in peril of this match. I don't know. I, don't I know. get it. I know how his dick was about to pop out. I know how. You can see, you know that, you know that clearance between like the balls and the inner thigh on like a tight pair of tight, <laughs> and it looked like you could really get in there with a camera on accident. There was too much clearance. What I'm saying is, this was the largest pair of briefs that I've ever seen in my life. They were so big. They were so big. But here's why. Mr. Wrestling was always the one in peril. It's so that he could tag in the person that everyone loved the most, and that's yeah. Magnum. The birth certificate says Terry. Yeah. Terrence, no. probably. Terrence Allen. But if you want, <laughs> you can call him Magnum. Mike loves that. He, any opportunity he has to say that line, he'll, he'll take it. But it's a great it's a great line. Um, the, 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 the crowd response when Magnum TA got tagged in every single time yeah. was, was unreal. They love him. And that's why they love when he snapped that fucking thing of wood over that dude's back and it just went snapped right in half. I love that when something snaps right in half. Oh, beautiful. It looked beautiful good. Stuff. It looked good. But so, but Magnum, when he got tagged in, we, we, we can't get off topic here. Yeah. He had black tights on tonight. I, you heard me in the pre before we watched the match. I was expecting red. Yeah. But the Midnight Express, they had red. You couldn't do that tonight, Magnum. Yeah. Black tights. We so just had all I, black. I think white boots. Maybe black boots. I think white boots. And I think he had at least, at least white wrist tape on one of them. Yeah. Maybe not. But he looked like I said, he looked like a tiny Sid Vicious and he's a huge man. He, yes, yeah, that's cr- absolutely correct. He looked like a, he looked like a small Sid, a, sh- a shorter Sid, same haircut. Sid's that two hundred and forty that two hundred and forty pound man small looked like a man. small version of another man <laughs> somehow. But I think we're beating around the the yeah. entirely large large diaper here. Yeah, we're beating around the yeah because that's who won. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Wrestling Two's tights of the night, obviously. Uh, that's how I wanted because it wasn't recorded. I made the observation. It feels like. 
the way Mr. Wrestling was sulking and kind of like, ooh, come at me, and kind of taunting Midnight Express, it felt very Penta uh, El Cerro Miedo it these was, days. So yeah, I feel like Penta watched him. It could be. Because it was a little bit, it was a little bit horny. So, Mr. Wrestling Two, congratulations! I know that night when you came out there, you were like, "There's no way I'm gonna win tights of the night looking like this," but you did. You did. You did it. Way to go! You did it. You did it. Almost forty-one years later. Congratulations! Or thirty-nine years later, you did it. We are proud of you. We're happy for you. But that means we're at the end of the show. Another one. That's it. Episode 213. Mike, where can people find us? You'll find us in your eyes. No. You'll find us on the internet. At Tope Suicida Pod. That's on Twitter, Instagram, X, Threads, MySpace, Friendster. All your great internet website, GeoCities. Pornhub. Everywhere. No, not there. Don't be a creep. We're there. Not so there. We're not there. No one's mm-hmm. there. Stop. Don't say that. Yeah. They're going to think we're there. We're not there. All right? <laughs> Make me tensely uncomfortable. I mean, uh, I live alone. I'm there a lot. Yeah. Oh, not a lot. Good. F- I'm happy for you, I guess. You've also, you know, got one, a, t- a, t- a tiny sad. Uh, hey, don't bring my tree into this. Christmas How tree. You? How dare you? It's so cute. Man, all I was doing was the plugs, and now we're into this w- weird back and forth about how sad Bo is. Listen, all I'm trying to say is my nose is congested, but nothing else is. <laughs> all right, everybody. I so we're going to. I hope the noise gate doesn't get out my little hit. We're gonna <laughs> a little hiss. Well, it did for me. I didn't get to hear your hiss. It was just <laughs> silence on my end as I reconsidered all my life choices. <sighs> so yeah, find us on the web and, <laughs> and uh, send us an email topesuicidapod at gmail dot com <laughs> and uh, let us know who your favorite wrestler is, what you've been watching, if you've enjoyed it. Um, if yeah, you let think, us know what you've been watching. If you think that Dante. Not that. Don't let us know if you've been watching that. We don't like. I don't care. What, don't. Tony, the Tony Schiavone talking about Dante's leg and like, ooh, let's watch this footage. He got kind of horny about it. Is that that was that was perverse too? Was you got to admit. Paragraph. Why did they do that I to don't us? No, they just had to show it to us again. It was <laughs> un- totally unnecessary. Just say his leg was badly broken. Here's a couple angles too. Ooh. We got three angles. Oh, his foot went at a couple angles. It shouldn't have either. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> Mike, what's wrestling? Um, Not that. <laughs> it's hard for me to know what wrestling is right now, but what wrestling isn't is the uh, the old flipping pile driver out of the ring through a couple tables that, that snaps somebody's legs the, like a toothpick. The flipping foot. Yeah, the, the 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 piece of wood that was broken over the Midnight Express back, that was Dante's leg. God. Yeah, wrestling's a good old-fashioned two-by-four to the back, you know? Wrestling's a loaded handbag. Wrestling's a bag of salt that you throw in somebody's eyes. Wrestling's chasing somebody off with a steel folding chair. 
and maybe hitting 12 or 13 people if depending on if your name is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Wrestling is posing. Wrestling is sad looks on people's faces sometimes. Wrestling is having a beer after and laughing mm-hmm. with the person whose legs you didn't break. <laughs> yeah. 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 Baby. Wow. What's wrestling to you? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Here at 4.44 p.m., making a wish, made it, wishes made, can't tell you, won't tell you, but that's what wrestling is this week. It's wishing on a star. Oh, baby. Making a wish, doing the unthinkable, trusting yourself, trusting your buddy to not break your legs. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's what wrestling, wrestling is... Probably trying to fight off a, 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 a cold that's been mounting, but it finally got you. Yeah. It finally got you. And that sucks. But sometimes wrestling sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes wrestling sucks. But not here on Tope Suicida. No. Because here, wrestling is great, baby. Wow. That's great. Except that's when we right. got that. Who's the guy in the neck brace at ECW? Joel Gertner. Joel Gertner. Yeah, so we got that match. That was not, that wasn't what it could be. Right. Yeah, that was a. That's just unfortunately what it was. We didn't have the veto rule then. That actually, I think, invented the veto rule. I think that was. That was the (laughs) genesis of the veto rule. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. All right. Well, we're done. Uh, Missile swells in a few weeks. That's fun. But. Ho, ho, ho. We'll see you. Enjoy your holiday season. We'll see you next week. Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.